Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode nine of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. Continuing our exploration of the obstacles that can prevent your young athletes from achieving their sports goals, today's topic is fear of failure. Because fear of failure is such a big issue with young athletes, I've broken up the topic into two parts. Today, of course, part one. My next podcast will be on part two of fear of failure. Parents bring their young athletes to me for a variety of reasons, including low self-confidence and extreme negativity, debilitating pre-competitive anxiety, a paralyzing preoccupation with results, or severe self-criticism. In all cases, these challenges are preventing them from performing their best and holding them back from achieving their sports goals. In most cases, fear of failure lies at the heart of these symptoms. Fear of failure causes children to experience doubt, worry, and anxiety, which sets themselves up for failure even before they enter the competitive arena. Fear of failure causes them to sabotage their performances with subpar effort, uncommitted and tentative performances, and ultimately prevents them from achieving their athletic goals. After performance, they're either relieved if they're successful or absolutely devastated if they fail. From Devasish Rita, a physician and author, the greatest obstacle to success is fear of failure. So the question is, what's so scary about failure? I find it strange to think that children would fear failure when they play sports. The best athletes in the world fail frequently, so why would you young athletes find failure so painful? One classic example is that the basketball great Michael Jordan didn't make his junior varsity high school basketball team. What I've learned in my work with athletes who have fear of failure is that they don't actually fear failure. What young athletes come to fear is the meaning they attach to failure. Like perfectionism, your children will develop a fear of failure if they believe that when they fail, something bad will happen. And there's actually been a lot of research that explores fear of failure in young athletes. And research that has investigated this has found the following as the most common fears among young athletes. They'll disappoint and upset their parents. Their parents won't love them. Their friends will no longer like them. They'll be ostracized by their peer group. They'll experience embarrassment, humiliation, or shame. They'll be worthless people. All their efforts will have been a waste. They'll experience the devastation of not achieving their goals. And even worse, they will be failures for life. Now, clearly, these perceptions are not accurate, but they are deeply held by young athletes with a fear of failure. Young athletes with a fear of failure perceive failure to be a ravenous beast that pursues them relentlessly and must be avoided at all costs. If it catches them, well, it'll eat and kill them. When they do succeed and avoid the beast, they only experience a small and brief amount of relief because they've survived one more day without being eaten by failure. As a result, avoiding failure becomes their singular motivation and goal in life. From Steve Jobs, the co-founder of Apple, remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things must fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. There are three powerful forces in the lives of your young athletes that can cause them to develop a fear of failure. You want to keep your radar on for the messages your children are getting from these three forces to ensure that they are getting the right messages about failure. The first force is we live in a hyper-competitive youth sports culture in which you gotta win, baby, is the constant mantra. Your children are continually being bombarded by messages giving them truly distorted views about success and failure. One message that many athletes get is that anything less than all-out victory is failure. Because the internet and social media, the winners are celebrated and the losers are demeaned. 
Our youth sports culture has created a culture of fear and avoidance of failure among many young athletes. As parents, you want to do everything you can to protect your young athletes from these toxic messages. And as this is very difficult given the connected world in which your children are growing up, make an effort to provide healthier messages that might mitigate the destructive messages they're getting from our youth sports culture. Second, your children's sports programs can become infected by this disease. As I discussed in a previous podcast, many youth sports programs have lost perspective on the purpose and value of children playing sports and are now more focused on making money by satisfying the vicarious needs of sports parents who have also lost perspective than on giving kids an amazing sports experience. The bar of youth sports participation has been raised so high, your kids aren't on a traveling team, that success can feel unattainable to many young athletes, and more importantly, can absolutely suck the fun out of what should really be a truly fun experience. The end result is that many children choose to quit youth sports rather than suffer the indignities heaped upon them by our youth sports culture. Finally, you don't want to fall under youth sports culture's spell of failure either. It becomes an almost daily occurrence to read about some parent going berserk at their children's games, either getting into a fight with another parent, abusing a ref, or yelling at their kid. They've compounded the harm that our youth sports culture can inflict on young athletes by becoming overly invested in their athletic lives. Think of little league dads or soccer moms. To such an extent that, as I've noted previously, their self-esteem becomes dependent on their children's athletic success. Many parents also unwittingly connect their own love and approval toward their children on whether their children succeed or fail. The messages that young athletes often receive from their parents, however unintentionally, is, I won't love you if you lose, either indirectly through their parents' emotional reactions, such as anger, frustration, disappointment, or embarrassment, or directly through what they say to them. Why did you play so poorly? Said in it with an angry tone. Young athletes come to see failure as a threat to their very valuous people their status within the family, and their place in society as a whole. In essence, young athletes with a fear of failure see failure, as I mentioned previously, as a mountain lion that if it catches them, it will eat them. Given this perception of failure, it's not surprising that they would do everything they can to stay as far away from that mountain lion as possible. But here's a brief hint before we sink our teeth into this topic, pun intended. Failure is a kitty, not a mountain lion. Yes, a kitty cat can hurt your children. It can scratch and bite them. But, and here's the big point for young athletes with a fear of failure, it won't kill them. If these messages from parents persist, young athletes internalize them and make them their own. At some point, they no longer need their parents to send those messages. Instead, the children view themselves through the lens of their parents' criticism and send those same messages to themselves in the form of unrelenting judgment and negativity and self-criticism. The end result is a genuinely unpleasant sports experience and potentially long-term harm to children's athletic and personal development. Contrary to what our youth sports culture may tell you, failure is actually a gift you give your young athletes as they pursue their sports goals because failure is an inevitable and, yes, essential part of sports and life. How so, you may ask? Failure can bolster your children's motivation to overcome the obstacles that cause the failure. It shows them what they did wrong so they can correct the problem in the future. Failure connects your children's efforts with their outcomes, which helps them gain more ownership of their sports participation. Failure also teaches important life skills, such as commitment, patience, perseverance, determination, and problem solving. It helps children respond positively to frustration and disappointment that they will often experience as they pursue their goals. Failure teaches children humility and appreciation for the opportunities they've been given. 
Of course, too much failure will discourage young athletes because success is one of the rewarding aspects of sports participation. And quite simply, it's no fun to lose all the time. Success is also needed for its ability to bolster motivation, build confidence, reinforce effort, and increase enjoyment. As your children pursue their athletic goals, they must experience a healthy balance of success and failure to gain the most from their efforts. You can help your young athletes develop this healthy perspective on failure that takes away their fear. It also frees your children to strive for success without fear, doubt, or worry, and with absolute commitment, confidence, and courage. Your goal is to raise children who know in their hearts that some failure is okay and in no way an immovable object in the path to their goals or a negative reflection on themselves as people. Failure will ultimately enable your young athletes to achieve success, however they define it, and along the way, also find happiness in their sports experiences. For Michael Jordan, I failed over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Young athletes who struggle with the fear of failure are not focused on achieving success, but rather their primary motivation in their sports participation is to avoid failure because they see it as a truly threatening outcome. These children learn that they can avoid failure in three ways. First, they can simply not play their sport in which they're experiencing the fear of failure. If children don't play, they can't fail. And though there's no decisive research on this, it isn't a stress to attribute the 70% dropout rate in youth sports by the time kids are 13 years old, in part to fear of failure and related indignities that young athletes experience in their sports involvement. Injury, illness, forgotten, lost or damaged equipment, apparent lack of interest or motivation, or just plain quitting are common ways in which young athletes can avoid failure and maintain their personal and social esteem. Second, young athletes can also protect themselves from the perceived consequences of failure by actually causing themselves to fail, usually unconsciously, in their sport, but protecting themselves from the failure by having an excuse. I would have done well, but my knee hurts so bad. Or I would have won, but I'm so stressed out with school. This defensive reaction is called self-defeating behavior or self-sabotage. Because their failures were not their fault, they can blame other factors outside themselves, children feel absolved of responsibility and the youth sports culture, their peers, and their parents must continue, as they see it, to accept and love them. Third, many young athletes don't have the luxury of quitting. Their parents won't let them, or coming up with excuses. So another way that they can avoid failure is to get as far away from failure as possible by becoming successful. But children who are driven to avoid failure are stuck in this limbo between failure and real success, what I call the safety zone, in which the threat of failure is removed by being pretty good athletes. In other words, they're far from failure. For example, they finish in the top 10 in their sport or have a winning record, so no one can call them real failures. At the same time, they're unwilling to intensify their efforts and take the risks necessary to achieve true success. There's clearly a cost to be paid by young athletes who use any of these strategies, again, almost always unconsciously, to avoid failure. Most obviously, they fail to both enjoy their sports experiences, and regardless of the excuses they have, they fail to achieve their sports goals they've set for themselves. Plus, they not only miss out on the wonderful emotions they'll experience in their sports efforts, excitement, joy, pride, inspiration, but they're also wracked with many negative emotions, including disappointment, sadness, and regret at having not given their best effort and at least tried to achieve their goals. From the professional golfer Jason Day, If you don't believe in yourself, somewhere or another, you will sabotage yourself. As I further explored fear of failure in the young athletes I work with, I was struck by an odd paradox. These children have a fear of failure, yet they end up doing things that actually cause themselves to fail. As I further explored fear of failure in the athletes I work with, I was struck by an odd paradox. 
These children have a fear of failure, yet they end up doing things that actually cause themselves to fail. For example, they have a pessimistic attitude, they don't prepare well, or they don't give their best effort, even when success is within their reach. Moreover, when they engage in self-sabotage, they create a lose-lose situation for themselves. They not only fail to achieve their sports goals, but they also feel awful. They feel great disappointment and regret because they don't even give themselves a chance. I was stumped by this conflict. Why would young athletes who fear failure so much actually do things that guarantee failure and create this lose-lose experience for themselves? The failure I just described, which is a form of self-sabotage, safeguards athletes from having to admit that they really failed by providing an excuse for their failure, as I mentioned earlier. That excuse allows them to avoid taking responsibility for the failure, thus protecting them from feeling like a failure and feeling worthless. One big problem with the strategy is that they still fail, and there is no excuse line on the results sheet. As you consider whether your young athletes have a fear of failure and how it might affect them, it's important to understand something that I came to realize, namely that they don't really have a fear of failure but rather they have a fear of what I call total failure. Let me clarify the difference for you. Total failure means that young athletes give their very best effort and don't achieve their goals. Another way to help you see the difference is that with total failure, they can't make any excuses that might protect them from failure because they did the best they could. I've asked many young athletes what they think of total failure, and the response is almost unanimous. It is the worst possible thing. If children give their fullest effort and still fail, they have to admit that they're just not good enough and there's nothing more they can do. And no young athlete wants to admit, much less accept, that they don't have the goods to be successful. Strangely, children with a fear of total failure believe that it's better to fail with an excuse than to fail having done the best they could on that day because it allows them to avoid the consequences of total failure. That is disappointing others, wasted time, embarrassment, and so on and always leaves open the possibility of success in the future. Yet, contrary to what most young athletes believe, I would argue that total failure is a good, though not ideal, goal for them to aspire to. Even though they may not fully reach their sports goals, they will have done everything they could to get as far as they could, and ultimately, that's all they can do. Plus, your children will experience the pride in having given their best efforts. Unlike the lose-lose scenario I just described, Striving for total failure creates a win-win in which young athletes first win by feeling really good about having given their all, and then they get at least a partial win by making progress toward their sports goals. They may or not, of course, fully achieve their goals. You want to convince your young athletes that total failure, far from being the worst thing that can happen, is actually a good thing, though admittedly, not, obviously not the best thing. Let's compare total failure with total success, which happens when your children give it everything they have and achieve their goal. Clearly, total success is a very good thing. It's not a trick question there. But what makes total failure not nearly so awful for young athletes is that it shares one very important thing with total success. In both cases, they give it their all. And at the end of the day, that's all your children can do when they compete. Sometimes they win, other times they lose. Of course, they'll be disappointed if they give their best effort and aren't successful. At the same time, there will also be indelible satisfaction and pride at having done their best and performed as well as they possibly could have, regardless of the outcome. And only by experiencing that total something do your young athletes have any chance of finding success in the long run. For Major League Baseball great Derek Jeter, the last thing you want to do is finish playing or doing anything and wish you could have worked harder. So as I work more and more with young athletes with a fear of failure, I've delved deeply into what underlies this self-defeating behavior. 
Not long ago, I had another surprise and insight about fear of failure that gave me a new and even deeper understanding of what is really at the heart of fear of failure. As I peeled the layers of the onion back, I've realized that the real fear is not failure itself, or even the meaning that young athletes attach to it, or even the total failure that I just described. Instead, the real fear of failure that can be so debilitating for children when they compete is the fear of experiencing the painful emotions that can come with total failure, or that they think will come with total failure, including humiliation, shame, sadness, guilt, and frustration. If your young athletes have a fear of failure, so much of their energy is devoted to avoiding those truly unpleasant emotions that they're so certain will surely come if they experience total failure, even though, of course, in most cases, they won't. Sadly, if your young athletes have a fear of failure, they suffer unnecessarily for several reasons. First, the chances are that your children's belief that they will experience these painful emotions are pretty low. In all likelihood, you will continue to love and support them. Their friends will still like them. They will still be worthwhile people who are valued by others. And they won't be labeled losers for life because all of their efforts as athletes will teach them valuable life lessons that they can use as they pursue their goals in other avenues of their lives. Second, your young athlete's fear of failure actually prevents them from ever finding the success that you know they want so much. They perform below their capabilities because they're terrified when they compete. They're both confused and mad at themselves for not doing their best. And they continue to think, feel, and perform in ways that make their sports experience the opposite of fun and thwarts their efforts to achieve their sports goals. Third, if you can help your children to unburden themselves of their fear of failure and really give their best effort, the odds are very good that they will find some success. Now, I can't say how much success because a lot of things beyond the mind determine how successful young athletes become. But as I often say, good things will happen. Moreover, if your young athletes are willing to put themselves out there and risk total failure, instead of being overwhelmed by the painful emotions I described above, they would actually feel wonderful emotions, such as excitement, elation, pride, and inspiration for having the courage to confront and overcome their fears. In sum, one of the greatest gifts you can give your young athletes is the message that failure, though not ideal, is essential for success. So they'd be able to say, to achieve total success, I must be willing to accept total failure. With this liberating attitude, your children would no longer fear failure and would be free to pursue their athletic goals with unrestrained vigor. From the corporate coach Whitney English, we don't fear failure, we fear shame. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor. And thanks for listening to episode nine of my Raising Young Athletes podcast. And be on the lookout for the second part of Fear of Failure in episode 10 in the near future.